Hey, this is Olivia. Hello, this is Stanley. And this is Edgar. And welcome to the Minority Report. As always, you can find us everywhere on the social media at MinorityPod, except for Facebook, where we were the full The Minority Report podcast. Yes, the whole thing. The, the whole thing. thing. The whole thing. <laughs> so what? This is episode 31. 31. Episode 31. Episode 31. And we're recording this on June 21st, 2017. I feel like it's really important to like say the date <laughs> hey, yeah. because everything just changes so quickly That's in the true. world. Absolutely. And But speaking of that. Yeah. So we're trying something a little bit new this week. We're going to change up our format a little bit. We're going to start off with like a fun case study, yes. and then we're going to go rapid fire into news and culture. So, hopefully, this is something, this is just something we're trying out. Yes. Like, keeping it fresh, keeping it new. <laughs> right. Surprising you at every turn. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah. So, I made the boys watch The Bachelorette. You sure did. Mostly because I find this season so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys are not part of Bachelor Nation or you don't watch anything <laughs> in the ba- that's literally what they call themselves. They call themselves Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. I know. I, it's I know. Okay. So bad. Um, but if you are part of Bachelor Nation or you don't watch anything in the Bachelor franchise, you might not know that this season is the first black bachelorette. It's not their first woman of color, um, because I think last season they had a half-Persian woman, but she was super white-passing, so this is the first visible person of color. She's black, she's beautiful, she's a lawyer, she's, like, oddly perfect. Yes. Like, the most normal person the Bachelor franchise could have ever picked. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and basically, I made Edgar and Stanley watch it because I was like, you guys have to watch it to see how badly ABC fucks up with this. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I'd been hearing a lot about this. There was, I mean, there were think pieces. A lot of my friends were talking about it. Um, and a lot of my friends watch the show and love it. Like, they are into this fucking show. Who are these friends? Olivia is one of them. I want to unfriend them. Olivia is one of them. You can't unfriend me, Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Olivia is one of them. But, um, but yeah, it's been in, like, the cultural zeitgeist. Like, Rachel Lindsay, first black bachelorette, you know? And I wanted to see what was it about. So I was like, okay, fine. Let's do it. We, let's watch this. Yeah. Um, all I know is just setting this up is that Rachel is actually one of the contestants from season yes. last season of The Bachelor. And she was a crowd favorite. Like, people loved her. Yeah. Yeah, because she was, like... Normal. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> she, like... Everyone on that show is there for attention, is there for fame. She just made it seem like she didn't want it for that reason the most. Like, we all know... <laughs> why she's doing this show. Right, right, right. right <laughs> like, right. we all know why everyone is doing this show. It's transparent. <laughs> Absolutely. It's American reality TV. This yes. is not Terrace House. It's very different from Terrace <laughs> House. Literally, Edgar texted me. Which we have a Terrace House episode you can go back and listen <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, go, go back and listen to our Terrace House episode. But, like, Edgar texted me 10 minutes into the episode while he was watching it. He's like, I already wish this was Terrace House. <laughs> I, was, I was already having a bad time. <laughs> a bad time was yeah. being had. He's not into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with like um, how familiar we are with the 
Bachelorette or the Bachelor sure. franchise. Um, starting with you, Edgar. Have you seen any previous seasons or? Anything? Uh, no. So I've okay. I've known of the Bachelor. I've tried to watch. I remember the like the very first season actually, and I remember watching a few episodes and then just sort of trailing off. It was never for me. Um, but I've definitely uh, known a lot of people who are really into it. And there was like a, there's definitely, a, there was a Bachelor um, peak. Like there was a peak Bachelor moment. Like when it was the the, the most, like, that was everything everyone yeah. was talking about. Uh, but I never really got into it. And I just sort of stayed away from reality TV anyway. Mm. Well, I was like the same boat as Edgar. Um, I, I, I've known of the TV show. I've seen some episodes actually like in the past just out of curiosity or I think it's hard to like at least for American television and American reality television Mm. it's like really hard to avoid The Bachelor yeah because it's like it's the the dating show right it is it's the the dating dating show show. it is the dating show it's like the dating show that started all of the other dating shows yeah pretty much pretty much and the Reality TV shows I used to watch would be like Big Brother. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was Amazing a Big Brother Race. watcher. Amazing Race Amazing was fucking Race awesome. Was, like, my Race. favorite. Yes, I loved Amazing Race. Yeah, and The Bachelor. I the there's a TV show called um, Unreal, which basically satirizes but also like criticizes The Bachelor mm-hmm. and what they do because the showrunner is at actually worked as a producer yeah, on Yeah, she was a the producer Bachelor. on The Bachelor uh, for The Bachelor franchise. Yes, for like two or three years, and she wanted to like leave I so badly. she was there for longer. Maybe. Maybe, but yeah. Maybe. She wanted to leave so badly. Like, she signed her contract to like stay there for a couple years, and then she begged the pro- producers to leave and to get she out early, her. right? Yeah. And they let her go, and she was like grateful. But like, she did some ter- terrible stuff to the contestants on that show to get in order to get good TV, good drama, right? Which I think we need to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because this show, the episodes Oof. that we saw, like, I, it's so Oof. obvious Oof. what is going on Oof. behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I've, so, yeah. Olivia, so, your connection to The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I am definitely the most familiar yes. with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, obviously, because I'm the one who made Edgar and Stanley watch it. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so I've been watching for the past few years especially because Bachelor in Paradise started and Bachelor in Paradise is a shit show of television. Like yeah, it's I've heard it's <laughs> it's amazing. It's like it's amazing in all of the worst possible ways and like it's like a car wreck. Like you want to stop looking at it but you can't. You can't <laughs> peel your eyes away. So I start so you know I watched The Bachelor with I actually started watching with my roommates um, in college, and so I'm mm-hmm. definitely the most familiar. And now I watch every season, um, which is how like it's how I knew Rachel Lindsay. But I always like trail. I never watch the ends of any of the seasons. Okay. Like I always skip the part where like they go real heavy on the whole like sentimental we're in love thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. once they get to hometown dates, I'm like I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Where they meet the parents. And yeah, all like the minute the minute they meet the parents, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Like, yeah. I don't want to. So you didn't see the finales at all. I never watch the finales. That's interesting. I oh, uh, well, I do. 
I'll try to go back and watch The Women Tell All because that's always fun to see, like, all of them confront the Bachelor <laughs> slash Bachelorette being like, why were you so shitty? Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't go back. I don't, like, I don't watch man, any if of I put last. in the work for it, I'm like, I want that finale. No, dude. Like, it just, it just gets really heavy-handed mm-hmm. with the whole, like, we're in love. Everyone's in love. She's <laughs> yeah. going to be my wife. He's going to be my husband. I yeah. picked out this ring. Like, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's I bad. think what's... Uh, I want to point out something interesting is that Unreal Season 2 actually beat, like, The Bachelor, like, in the casting... franchise, yeah. Yeah, casting a male... A black male lead as, like, one of The Bachelors, you know. I literally cannot believe that it, you watched Unreal without, without watching... Without watching The Like, I enjoyed <laughs> Unreal so much more because, because I had watched, watched so much Bachelor. But I think, like, you can even get away without watching oh, The Bachelor. Oh, no, you definitely can. It's like, so... You can definitely watch Unreal without watching... Yeah, it's so mind-blowing, like, how you're seeing Unreal. It's like, wait, this is probably based on real life and this is what they probably do behind the scenes on those yeah. shows and then like w- once i watched the bachelor the bachelorette this season i'm like i can definitely it's like see it. yeah. it's weird because i mean like i feel like any american reality television show you can always tell like where the producers were like you know Egging things on, yeah. making TV pushing this happen, narrative or scripting yeah. things a little bit, but like after watching Unreal, I'm just like, oh, oh, this part, oh, that part, that part, that yep. part, that part. <laughs> Interesting. Although Unreal did like um, drop the ball with the season two. Yeah, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that, but yeah. <laughs> All right, I have so to, I have to watch. I have to watch Unreal. So Edgar, how much of the Bachelorette were you able to get through? I watched one episode and I was done. I was straight up. <laughs> woo, it was tough. I was. T- I think I was texting both of you while I was yeah. watching it. Yeah. And I was like, "Y'all, I don't know if I can make yeah. it. Like, <laughs> this is really hard for me." And I, I was actually telling Stanley um, the night I was watching. By the way, I think if you're gonna watch this show, it needs to be a social With the group. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you cannot watch it by yourself because it is tough. But that's actually a big thing with The Bachelor. Like you're supposed like the whole yes. big thing is like groups get together and watch it, and like there's always a point every season where Chris Harrison and the Bachelor slash Bachelorette will go and surprise a watch group. Yeah. <laughs> a watch group. That that makes sense. But so I, I did it for the show, of course. I was do, I was doing work. I was like, I need to watch this. I'm doing research. I'm doing research. <laughs> I gotta watch it. it. It is really tough for me. When we were talking about Terrace House, what's so fascinating about that show is the mundaneness and the realness of their goings on and the drama mm-hmm. that happens, which is so mundane and little but it's real, and that's what's so novel about Terrace House. But here, everything's so exaggerated and fake. And as a person who, you know, I that that doesn't appeal to me. So it's really tough for me to sit through it. But there's, I mean, there's comedic moments. There's things that happen, and you're, you know, you're like, oh shit, oh my god, like you can you can get involved, and I can see yeah. why it would seduce people. For me, as a solitary thing, I could ne- I could never do it. Yeah. All right, Stanley, how much did you watch? Um, so I've seen a little bit over two episodes, like two episodes in like 10 minutes of the okay. third one. And like, then he was like, I quit. No, no, no. <laughs> I just didn't Are have you going to continue time. watching? Yes, actually. Oh! I, mean, I have a convert! <laughs> what? Yes! 
Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like really curious about where this is all, you know, going. And although I am keeping up with the pre- recaps, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, Edgar was just like, I don't think I can watch the show, but I definitely want to see what happens. Yeah. Like, I want to know what's happening. Yes, yes. Anyways, and yeah, so to to this date, there's only been four episodes yeah. that aired so far. Mm-hmm. And um. The first episode, I'm like, oh my god, I hate Olivia. Why did she? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like regret the decision, the decision to actually yeah. watch the show. We, we okay. agreed to watch it. We're want, like, what the fuck? Okay, I I only threw the idea for the Bachelorette out there. Both of y'all were just like, let's just do Bachelorette. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, it sounds fun. Like a forty, like an well, hour long um, just, reality show, but it's like an hour and a half. It's so long. <laughs> Each episode is so long. And then I watch it at one point five speed. Admittedly, it is, like, a I, it is a journey to watch the. Show. Show. Like it is a, a chore. Like you have to really put the time. You gotta watch I'm it. I'm surprised. At like how much? Speed. I'm surprised how much time. Like how much material they pack in there. Because like the end of season or end of episode two, no one gets eliminated until like a few minutes into episode three. You know. Yeah. Because like, of this, this they big always, they always yeah. like cut off the rose ceremonies for some reason. Oh. Like because they want to like for the drama. For the drama. Yeah. The cliffhangers. Oh man, I'm There's so a lot glad. of cliffhangers. Yeah. I have a convert. That's so yeah. fun. Watch it at 1.5 speed. It makes it so much better. We'll see. <laughs> I see on Hulu the re- the replays are you know, mm-hmm. that, but they don't have a 1.5. Oh, do they not? It's just regular speed, uh, so I have to endure. All yeah, we're not VLCing this. We're I, watching it. Yeah, and we have to watch the ads, and it's like a whole. It's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. It is a whole ordeal. So I do want to talk more about like the Bachelor franchise as a whole, but I think let's talk about the first episode since mm. we've all seen the first. Yes. And episode. let's talk about Rachel because that's yes. yeah. really what the story is so, here, and the way ABC's handling it. Yes. So the first episode is the one like it's. I guess the one most out of whack each season because that's like the initial like all of the guys are meeting guys. Rachel and like <laughs> yes. she's basically she's juggling good. all of these men all these beautiful all of these gorgeous beautiful men beautiful men and like this is this is literally the most diverse I've seen yes. any yes. which we oh need to talk God. about too bachelor like casting room whatever mm. I was just like all right they're Latinos they're Asians they're black guys. There's a brown guy over there. Yeah. Like, I was into it. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. All of these men are gorgeous because they've, like, all of, you know, like, all of the men of color were like, oh, oh. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll come out of the woodwork now. <laughs> well, you know, it, it was, so in the research, like, for this episode, I learned ABC actually just got their first black woman president who is Channing Dungy. Yeah. And one of her big things was, I want more diversity mm-hmm. in the yep. casting of ABC shows. So this was like one of those first products of that, which is interesting. That's yeah. like, it's yeah. actually happening. Like they're actually putting it into practice. It only took 20 years <laughs> 20 of franchise bazillion being years, 20 bazillion years. <laughs> but what I love about it, it's like, it's just a bunch of dudes. It's just a bunch of dudes. And you know, they're, they're culturally diverse, but it doesn't have to be any different. Yeah. You know? Like, the structure's the same. The way they did things is all the same. Mm-hmm. But the the list is more diverse, which is, like, what I want to see. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to watch reality television, like, come on. Yeah. You got to... Offer something different. Offer something different. <laughs> and, like, I think, I think that's why a lot of people are, like, now tuning into The Bachelorette. Like, and The Bachelorette is a franchise that, like... 
It never does as well as The Bachelor. Like, they always have to do some ploy, some, oh. like, thing. So there's the always last, some drama. There's, all, there's, there's all, like, the year she didn't pick anybody or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, there's, there's always something that they have to do. So last season of The Bachelorette, they actually, like, the intro night, they had two girls from the last season basically go have this cocktail hour, and then the men voted with roses which one they wanted oh at my The Bachelorette that season. And then the power <laughs> flipped. Yeah, and then the power flipped to where, um, what's it called? To where now that they had one Bachelorette. So, like, one girl had to go home yeah. again, wow. and then they all had to, like, convince the girl who was picked that, like, they should be able to stay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, they, like, ABC always has to try, like, a new thing. Yeah. This season, their new thing was, like, let's just make her black. Let's just make her black. Let's make her black. Yeah, pretty much. And, like... And she's a great candidate. Like, let's not get it wrong. Yeah, I really want to emphasize how, like, perfect of a person Rachel Lindsay is. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's charming. She graduated from UT, apparently. She graduated from UT, (laughs) so we love her already. She's smart. She's a lawyer. A lawyer. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And like, it, you can also. We've already said that. I mean, she's I know. just so beautiful. <laughs> she is. She's very, like, she's very beautiful, but like, beyond that, she actually, like, no shade, like, all shade to the Bachelor franchise, actually, but she seems like she has a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, which she is does. Very, like, I. Most of the people you see go through the Bachelor or Bachelorette ringer is just like. Ooh, I can tell that, like, you want to sell fit tees on Instagram. Whereas, like, she has a real career as yeah, a Yeah, she, she has a job. Like, she, she actually has things to do. Yeah. Which I'm like, dang, you're taking this giant break from your practice yeah. to do this. But, like... It's amazing because ABC is just kind of like, uh, we don't know what to do with this perfect candidate. We, like, really don't know what to do. Yeah. Because she's black. Because she's black. <laughs> well, and there's, like... There's this thing ABC's doing where it's like one thing they're trying is they're not acknowledging it at all. They're like, she's just a bachelorette and she's awesome and she's great. And they're not acknowledging her blackness or the diverse group at all, which, I mean, there's an argument for that. And then there's the, you know, this other thing where they're like, we don't know how to package her or how to sell her. And it's like, that's what's tough. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, Stanley's seen more episodes, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it, it goes... One of two ways. Either there's no acknowledgement whatsoever, she's just a bachelorette, she's awesome, or look at her, she's so black. Yeah. Like, oh my god, look how black she is. Contestants where they like say, oh, look at these crazy white people and the the black contestants were like Yeah, like they they make it so overtly about race. Like there's no like the Bachelor I don't think the Bachelor franchise just generally knows how to just be yeah, like just no, let it, like let, let people it, be, yeah. but especially in this case, they're yeah. like, um, we don't know what to do. You know, it'd be interesting to find out uh, if these producers are pre- like predominantly white. That'd be interesting to find out in but how they're bad. handled. But maybe yeah. they're not. <laughs> I don't know. Bad, bad, bad. bad. Which, yeah. I, I would disagree or like be less harsh. That I, I just think that what they're editing or what they're showing is just what they you know i don't think it's like leaning one side or another just like showing her as is right 
that, that's just my opinion. That's how I'm seeing it right now. Is, yeah. is it like some, some rain, contestants yeah. would sometimes like bring the, her race up and all yeah. that, but other than that, it's just... Oh, I guess because I'm caught up, I have a different perspective. Okay. Um, but like... They I hinted, some, some they shit hinted, happens. Yeah, they hinted at it later where, like, there's some race stuff that goes down. Yes, apparently. With okay. one particular With horrible one particular, man. Although, apparently, Ra- so Rachel Lindsay, like, clapped back on someone at Twitter, on Twitter, and, like, mentioned Lee's name, and everybody was like, oh! Damn. <laughs> and, yeah. like, she's so great, you guys. She's my favorite. Yeah. Like I wanna, I will, I would hang out with her, and I cannot say that about mm. most of the Bachelor Bachelorette contestants. Like yeah. I really can't, but like I would hang out with Rachel. Yeah. Like, so I want to be friends with you. One thing I know, I want to marry Rachel. Can Rachel just marry? Literally, me? let's just make this happen. <laughs> and just like I'm ready to wife her now. <laughs> let's let's make this happen. Let's go. <laughs> so like all the contestants. I know. Now. Well, okay, and we'll we'll get to that. But there's like, and maybe that's a that should be another podcast. But the like the fakeness and like oh I'm in love and all this shit. That that's a whole other book. Like that's a whole other can of worms. But uh, Stanley said something really interesting, which is the editing of the show. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how they are handling the editing, and if you guys would do something differently. Like, how would you, if you were in charge of editing The Bachelorette, the first Black Bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay? Like, how would you go about it? And maybe that's too big of a question, but <laughs> just. Because there are things that I saw in that first episode where I'm like, what the fuck, ABC? Like, Yeah, like, there's some weird shit. Like, what? (laughs) Like, I don't quite understand. Although, there were some beautiful pieces of TV in that first episode where I was like, this is so brilliant. Like, I cannot believe. Uh, The dumb Adam Jr. or whatever, the dummy. Oh, my God. That was a genius move. (laughs) So, there's one guy who comes. Is that? No, that's not the Tickle Monster, is it? I'm getting I my. I'm getting I really my, don't remember. Oh it's no, not it's, not, it's, it's not. It's not. not yeah. So there's this one guy who comes out of the limo with a creepy doll, yeah. like a creepy mini version of him, yes. and the face is like an egg shape, but the face is realistic, and he also has like a fade and it's, like who, the little weird. fade over. Like who made this? Over, who like, did this? Like haircut what that all white boys yeah. have now, uh-huh. and like. It was a creepy doll. It's yeah. very creepy. But but I love it. But I love that doll. Everyone like they they dedicated like this entire five minute yeah. segment to, to this doll, doll. which and whoever like, thought of is a genius. It was so like, funny. One of the one of the contestants was like, "Yeah, he's got a dope fade, but if this doll comes alive, I'm going after it. Yeah. Like it's done." Yeah, it's like if this doll is Annabelle, like I am not yeah, having I'm not it. Having I'm it. not having it. But they. They personify the doll as a Frenchman. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who's like, this poetic Frenchman is like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in love with her. She enamors me. Like, yeah. stuff like that. And then... In French, right? In and there's, French. there's subtitles in the yeah. way. Yeah. There's and subtitles. Like, there's cheesy music happening in the oh, background. It's and it's great. amazing. And then, like, they cut and Rachel's just like... I'm sorry, he scares me, he scares yeah. me. And then you could see the doll, like, looking dejected, being like, I disgust yes, her. Yes, that is the line of the first episode. She, he goes, I disgust her. And I was laughing, it was so funny. Like, that entire fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but yes. Uh, I was not, I, I wasn't actually a fan of that entire thing, because I'm like, 
this is very cheesy. I want to kill myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, fair no, enough. But I was, I wanted to die watching the entire thing. So yeah. I was like, this is my one thing yeah. of fun. Yeah. But like, it was super cheesy and like, Basically, what made it, what made that entire block worth it for me was that end line of I disgust her. Yes. <laughs> like, oh I lost god. it. I was so like, funny. oh my god, Perfect. what is happening? I, I thought, wanna, yeah. I, I want to kiss the producer who wrote that line. Like, <laughs> it, was funny. it was funny. Um, it but, was, it was prime but, TV. But back to, okay, so a better way to phrase the question if you're ABC, how do you handle Rachel Lindsay? Oh. Olivia. Fuck it, make a terrace house. Make a yeah. terrace house. <laughs> no, but like in, in I mean the fa- show, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. In all fairness, if we're trying to stick to like the structure and the bachelorette and what makes it popular, I don't think man, I don't know what I would like. I feel like there's just a lot of subtle racism in the editing that I think like people might not be realizing. It's one of those things where like it Upon first glance, you could, like, pass by it, and it could be like, oh, I don't think that this is a big deal. And then when you look further into it, it's just like, oh. Like, I feel like all of the black guys were on the basketball date, and that was one thing where I was like, ooh, this is weird. Um, And And y'all are a little further ahead than me, so I don't, some of this, I'm like, I don't even know. Um, So, like, I don't don't think the editing in the first episode is that bad. Um, But, like... The way they weirdly interject race at certain points and then pull it out, it just feels like a card they're playing when it's convenient for them. Mm-hmm. And I just wish there was more of, like, the feeling of just letting it be. I think, Acknowledging it and just leaving it I think is. they're... So, I think they're trying. They just don't know how. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because they're like, we've never had this situation before. We don't know what to do. I mean, and it's so, just learning pains. Like, yeah, exactly. I think it's just growing pains. I think, like, as time goes on, they'll get better at it. Hopefully there are more, like... I feel like, especially with this crop, there's a high chance that the next Bachelor is a person of color. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Although, maybe they'll pick, like, the baby white boy. I don't know. Oh, baby white boy. <laughs> Ooh, baby boy. Baby boy. Baby boy. Uh, I shouldn't be saying he's a baby because he's my age. <laughs> I mean, baby boy. No. St- Stanley, just your quick thoughts on maybe if you were ABC, would you... How would you handle And you've seen one more episode than I have, so I don't know. Because I don't know, you know, is the editing... Because that first episode, it's not that bad. There are moments where I'm like, oh, okay, but it's not mm-hmm. yeah, bad, you know? I don't know. How would you handle it if you're ABC? If you're making decisions. Just, I would... Like, the reality TV that I like... You do a whole structure change. You'd be like, yeah. fuck the Bachelorette, let's redo like it. Like I yeah. said, fuck it, make it tear just, out. Yes. Just make it like a documentary, basically, you know? <laughs> Don't mess with anything. Yeah. Just, like, let everything happen. I feel like it'd be interesting to have a I season like of yeah. The Bachelorette without talking heads. Yeah. Like, without that sort of, like, oh, let me get my screen time in yeah. so I can, like, you know... Get these uh, sponsorships, mm-hmm. right. right? Right. Like that's what that's what anyone who goes on these like reality TV shows is going for, right? Waboom! Waboom! <laughs> oh, we have to talk about Waboom. Yeah, we will. <laughs> terrible. Because, Anyways, but then again, I'm like being a hypocrite because I do love like Big Brother, which is definitely all drama. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like the the definite opposite of Terrace House. Yeah. And I know it's just like I guess if I want to be entertained. I think these days I would be, I'm open to both, but 
I like yeah. Terrace House style more. Yeah, know? like I, I think it would be interesting to have a season of The Bachelor where like, like all these people are still gunning for attention on you know on national television. But what if you just don't have the talking heads? Or maybe the only talking head you have is the Bachelorette, mm. right? Yeah. Like, she's the only one who gets to give her perspective yeah. on the experience. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. Mostly yeah. because I just want to see more Rachel. Like, I, for real, though, I don't care about any of these dudes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but, okay, so real quick, let's, before we wrap up, let's talk about these dudes. Let's actually talk about, like, what's going on in The Bachelorette and these dudes. Like, mm-hmm. is there someone that you like, Stanley, that you're like, oh, I want him to win? Or, like, what's going on? Well, we can just talk about... I don't, I don't yeah. remember names, you know. That's but the, do you remember like characteristics? I only know two that I. Well, I know three, and one of them has been sadly removed. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. Like I said, Edgar's been reading the recap. I read the recap, so I know what's <laughs> happening. But um, there's this Waboom guy, which I think we all despise. Waboom. Producer. His name pick. is Lucas, right? Yeah, Lucas. Jesus Literally, Christ. this dude, like his thing is yelling waboom but at like, any given moment, like just yelling, like wah. I don't want to yeah. do it, but like, no. It's, ah, yeah, like it's bad. Boom. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's really, really bad. And like that's obviously a producer pay. Yeah, and then yeah. So like when Rachel is presented as being intelligent, then she. So by the end of the first episode, she chooses him as one of the contestants to move on, right? Where I'm like, Ugh, Rachel, did the, <laughs> did the producers make you do this? No. Or, I need Stanley or, commentary or you, on The Bachelor. Or do you genuinely think that he's trying to go for your heart because he's obviously is, I think he's vying for attention, you I, know? Yes. I think it's a producer move, but also they allude to it at the very beginning because she's like, she gets advice from her girlfriends and one uh-huh. of them's like, don't discount the crazy guy because you never know. He might he be the one. Yeah, but yeah. you know that's a line. Yeah. Oh, I know. Exactly. It's def- no, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely from th- that moment it was picked out. Like, that is yeah. the producer choice for views for, so people would talk about it. Although, spoiler, they got rid of him pretty quickly. Yes, by the second episode. Yeah, like the second episode he was spoiler. gone. So, like, they kept him around for, for one, one episode. For episode of, of drama between this other guy. Yeah, so yeah they kept him around for guy. like a... Honestly, that was also another great moment because yeah. Waboom and, like, the personal trainer who kept talking about his dick, like... Oh, that guy <laughs> is fucking terrible. I need yeah. him to go. Oh, He's fucking horrible. no, but they had, like, fabricated drama between the two of them. Of course. And Rachel gets rid of both of them in the second episode. Yeah. She's like, yeah. nah, you gone. Bye. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck those She's guys. Like, and there's this, like, intense, con- like, confrontation under exit interviews, right? <gasps> Where they're, like... Yeah, but, like, it was, like... Literally, you could tell that Waboom was drunk and that <laughs> personal trainer was just, I don't even know what. Do you think, like, he did that, like, intentionally, like, knowing that he is acting like a fool or... I mean, yeah, Waboom totally. guy? Yes, no, no. 100%. Waboom, no, 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 the, other, the sex oh. guy. Oh, that guy, oh, too. Yeah. That, that guy's, guy's a character, too. trying to capitalize too. off of Waboom. He's okay. just trying to capitalize off of being the antagonist for Waboom. Because, you know, if he was like, okay, well... <laughs> Waboom's foil. Waboom, no, but for real, Waboom is crazy, so they might keep around long enough right. for me to get enough notoriety if I if I'm the antagonist to him, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like maybe I'll stick around to get a two on one date, which is like where they where two of the guys go on the date. Could and you imagine Waboom and him on a date with her? Oh my but god! But like I think that's legitimately like if I were in the personal trainer's like 
shoes, that's what I would be thinking. I'd be like, okay, this guy is definitely going to get a lot of play because of this ridiculous fucking waboom thing. Yeah. Let me fucking capitalize on it, especially since I already know him. Okay. Yeah, but that's like that's why I don't like watching these types of shows. Yeah, because I'm like that's not what I'm interested in view. I don't want that fabricated yeah. drama. I guess for me, the enjoyment really comes from like my wheels turning because I'm thinking about the behind the scenes mm. the entire fucking time yeah, I'm watching me the too. show. I'm like seeing like scenes play. I'm like, okay, is this real? Is this like? like what they want to achieve or like yeah. is this like real human behavior or is this like made up yeah. by, the, by right. the producers and sometimes it blurs like like I can't even tell it's like I can't tell if this is real or not yeah <laughs> like it's in my head I'm like it's all fake like yeah. I just don't even accept it but I, I do think that Rachel yeah, but- is like a, a strong like willed, willed person who won't like you know fall for the producer's tricks sometimes like she's just like yeah yes. she definitely had like I think I think this is a really interesting situation where, like, they're probably just like, fuck, we, we have to be, like, they have to figure out a way to be, be more careful. upfront yeah. with her because they're like, we can't trick this girl into getting drunk yeah. and just, like, making terrible decisions. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I want to talk about episode two, but in this... Yeah, go for it. The DeMario situation yeah. with his ex-girlfriend Oh, my showing God, up. yes. Yes. <sighs> that was all kinds of trashy. It was like, so trashy, drama. but, like, her reaction to it was amazing. Yes. She was, she lit, like, DeMario was basically doing, like, mental gymnastics to try to figure out, like, a viable excuse. And yeah. she was like, you make no sense. I need you to leave. Perfect. Love okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um. <laughs> Stay oh, Go for it. Stay Go for it. Words. No, 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 no. Because when, when I first saw that scene, that thing play out, I'm like, okay, the producers obviously picked her to come here to make oh, this yeah, conversa- confrontation, yeah. right? Of course. And I'm like, okay, Rachel, don't fall for it. Like, because I, I was on the side of the guy, right, when he came oh. on. I was like, when he didn't recognize her at first, I'm like, he truly didn't doesn't know who she is. And then they go into and they say, okay, maybe he doesn't know who she is. I f- yeah, I feel I like, like so you're saying there's some fishy-ass business going on. Yeah. Like, it's fabricated for the yeah, it's like because she's like, oh, we're still together, and why are you on the show? And I'm like, okay, who do I believe? believe? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just like exaggerated, like yeah. I think there's. I mean, like it's a, obviously fake. Yeah, I think there's like a middle ground here. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously, Demario, like they blindsided Demario with this girl he used to fuck. Like yeah. that's obvious. That's obviously what was happening. This girl he used to fuck. <laughs> I love the way you put it. <laughs> He, he did come okay, out and say like, that, yeah. like, we have sexual yeah, like, like, relations. Do, yeah, like, it was... <laughs> I did not have sexual relations oh with that woman. Like, this girl was clearly DeMario's, like, much younger fuck buddy. Like, that's what it was. Apparently, like... She is girl, so trashy. Yeah. Apparently, she's only 20, dude. What? Yeah. Like, Holy, her, how old is DeMario? DeMario's, like, in his late, late 20s. I, I would say... I, I would say early 30s, late 20s. Yeah. Okay. So, like... I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. The I thought you were going to say, like, 50, like, what the fuck? Like, she on. just wanted... Although, her. we did, we should mention Rachel Lindsay is the oldest bachelorette, which yeah, she I is. think is oh. a very interesting. She's thing. 32. Yeah. Which is not even that old. That's not, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, how old is she? But <laughs> yeah. in Bachelor World, that's old. In like, Bachelor World, that is really old. She has some babies on the season, too. Has, oh, yeah, there's, the, there's like, a few babies, actually. There's, like, a couple of 20 Not babies. actual babies. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, like, I, like, it was clearly, like, this, they, like, Like, she wanted this, her 15 they, minutes of fame by going, yeah. blasting out on this guy. But, 
On, on the oh, website, Demario first acted like he didn't know who she was, and then acted like they hadn't talked in forever, yeah. and then acted like he, you know, like... It's all fake. Like, I think it's all fake. She she read... So, like, my thing is, she read out the text yeah. where he was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to do better, I'm going to do all this, yeah. and, like, it was recent, and instead of Demario being like, nah, it's fake, mm-hmm. he was like... He was struggling. He, you know? he was struggling to explain himself, yeah. which like those texts could have easily been planted, and yeah. Mario could have easily just been like, "Well, I'm fucked, so I can't like." Yeah. Or the producers probably like game planned with him. I don't know. Like nothing is beyond the realm of reason, but I think it's the way. I you're think asking. I. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's fake. Yeah, right? I mean, like it. It's obviously like a fake thing, but I appreciated. I feel like that's the only way for them to like blindside Rachel. Like, I don't mm. think there. I don't think there's like a real way for the producers to manipulate her. Exactly, and then like her reaction after like she booted him off was like, "I can't deal with this. I I don't. I'm, I didn't sign up for this." Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like, she was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, Debario like comes back. He comes back to. <laughs> Ask her for a second chance, like... Please. Yeah. And she was like, I'm glad you gave me the light about the joy and the pain, because I think you need to board forward, but forward's not in the house. Forward is, it's like, out, out there. there. Yeah. And I was like, damn! Yeah, like, once it's explained that... The worst! Yeah. <laughs> because, like, that second, that third episode is when he comes to explain it to her. And he did say that he went out with this girl and hadn't broken off with her. And I'm like, okay, maybe he is in the wrong. Like, he is in the wrong, right? And I think it was just a play for more screen time. Maybe. But, like, I'm still... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still into her reaction to the yes. whole thing. Because I feel like that's the only way the producers are like, fuck, we're just gonna, like... We're just gonna blindside everybody because that's yeah. what has to happen this season. Yeah. But awesome. that was a whole situation. Like, don't, don't fall for it, Rachel. Don't like hate like boot off this guy because this random girl showed up but she did and I'm like I feel really conflicted about this like you're smarter than this but yeah, then but it I turns also, out that he's like yeah. actually, actually doing this yeah. yeah he's actually a piece of yeah. shit I think if he had had a good explanation she yeah. would have been like okay whatever it's reality TV yeah. especially since like is a good looking successful guy so mm-hmm. like I don't <laughs> like I wouldn't blame her for keeping him on okay I don't know about successful because I don't know what he does but good looking <laughs> definitely um but like he was also like really struggling to explain himself yeah. he was like or maybe because like know. it just like came out of nowhere yeah. that I'm like uh it's like what's going on I think DeMario and the producers were like yep let's do this yeah let's fucking do this I uh, feel it for the drama but I, feel, but I feel like it also got resolved so quickly. Like, they amp up all of this drama in the show, and it always gets resolved within an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is, like, we... There's literally nothing they can do to, like, keep an ongoing drama arc. And yeah. I think it's really frustrating. Like, I really hope it's frustrating them. Well, or maybe Rachel's in on it. I, I think she's... She better has, she she's ha- better than that, though. I think she has to be in on it a little bit. It's, like, just just being on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, yeah, just being on The Bachelor. Be I mean, she's in on it to an extent, you know? And that goes back to the whole, like, do you actually think people are going on The Bachelorette to find love? Like, do you realistically yeah. believe that? And I, in my heart of heart, I know it's no. Like, no, I don't. Like, this is all drama. It's all produced. Yeah. You know, there are elements of reality but they're handpicked, yeah. you know. I think like 
the funny thing is like the the realest moment moment for me in the show so far is when Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis oh my God. show up and they they themselves know that The Bachelor is like a guilty pleasure type of show so they don't take it seriously at all. Uh, they're just like giving <laughs> like they're just having fun with the whole thing. You that's know? awesome. Like they really spent their guest like yeah. their guest budget on like some bigger names this season. Like they usually don't have super duper huge names. Yeah. Although, they have been getting bigger steadily as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, Ashton could... Like, I think Mila Kunis is probably, like, one of their bigger guests. Yeah. They had Ice Cube and Kevin Hart on Ooh. on one season. Mm, while they were promo- But, like, that was also a movie At promotion. Peak Kevin Hart. Yeah. Peak like, every Kevin time there's, Hart. like, a cross-promotion, this movie yeah. coming up. Like, yeah. Mila Kunis... It was probably an ABC property, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it was Ride Along, so it was... Oh, there yeah. you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, there so, like, it was definitely an ABC property. They have Jimmy Kimmel on the show all the time. Like, really? it's, yeah, Jimmy oh, Kimmel's yeah. apparently a huge Bachelor fan. She, yeah, Jim, They have like, him on the show all the fucking time. <laughs> well, and then whoever wins is usually on Jimmy Kimmel yeah. that night yeah. or whatever. It's, like, a big deal. Yeah, apparently that's, like, on his show is when um, Lindsay was announced that she was Yeah, kind of she was him. announced. Yeah. Um, so, to wrap it up, we've spent quite, a, quite <laughs> no, some time no. on it. Oh, go for it. Should we talk about The Bachelor in Paradise or... No, uh, that's like a whole other thing. The Bachelor in Paradise is that's like a, a whole, yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Oh, well, what are some parting thoughts on this? We've talked about the show itself. We've talked about the race aspect. It's, I mean, it's a big cultural thing, and we felt it was necessary to talk about it on our podcast. Like that, that's a big deal when you really sit down and think about it. I sat down and watched The Bachelor. I didn't think I would ever get to do that. Like, but I did it, and I did it for research. But what are y'all feelings? Like, how do y'all feel about this? Stanley, you're obviously going to continue watching it. I know, but the, like from from the first episode, I was like, "This is the reason why I don't want to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> <That's> me too. <laughs> I was like, I don't like to see people doing horrible things to each other. Yes. Yeah. And and I'm like, I'm getting, but I'm getting drawn into this. <laughs> yeah, at That's the same like, time. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! It's like why? Like, I, because I immediately searches like I searched the whole Demario incident. And yeah. Afterwards, like, oh my god, what's happened to him? And like the drama. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, mm. I'm a B-girl. Bachelor, like the Bachelor Bachelorette, is a good way for me to fast pass time, especially right now because I'm fasting. Like I can't fill my time with eating, so I have to fill it with something. Super. Um, <laughs> so watch two episodes of the Bachelorette, and it's already time for bed, <laughs> like because it takes forever. <laughs> so like for me, it's de- it's definitely one of those things. Like it gets my it gets my wheels turning in the sense that like I have always come at it and watched it from like a, I wonder how they're producing this I wonder how it's going mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. and yeah. especially after like so I I watched The Bachelor before Unreal and then especially after Unreal when I when you get kind of like a fictionalized look into mm-hmm. how it goes down it's it's just really interesting to see um, to see kind of like it how what it's like in not reality but like what it's like on the actual show and like pinpoint like things they must have done and stuff that must have gone down and like the coercing that must have happened from one angle or the other like it gets my wheels turning in that sense which is why i enjoy watching it so i don't actually enjoy watching (laughs) the show for the purpose it was intended um and like i obviously you know rachel Hang out with me. We let let's be friends. Rachel's be cool. my mentor. Rachel's cool. I think for me, really coming from Tara's house, and you know, when we watched Tara's house, I had not wa- really truthfully watched a reality TV show in quite some time. 
So Terrace House was interesting for me. And then I came back to this and I was like, oh, this is why I don't like reality TV. Like, yeah. Watching yeah. Terrace House, I was, like, I was like, maybe reality TV is not that bad. Like watching Terrace House, <laughs> I was like, maybe it's not as bad. And then I watched this and I was like, oh no, it's bad. Like American it, reality TV it is, it is bad. And I, it, it's a struggle for me. Uh, there are certain things that I like. Obviously, I'm a human. I love drama. So I will read those recaps. <laughs> I will read those recaps. I will, you know, Diggy's my man. Brian's obviously going to win. We all know Brian's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, he's the Colombian guy. He's the Colombian guy oh. who got, who kissed her the first yeah. night. The first night. Yeah. And he got first impression rose. Like, he's obviously going to Oh, win. my God. Like, when I first saw him, <laughs> it was like, oh, my God. She's not But suitable. Rachel got the first impression yeah. rose, and she didn't win. You never know. Mm. Well, and Brian would be a great bachelor. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm getting, it. I'm, it. Getting it. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. Honestly, like, I will say this. My favorite part about watching The Bachelorette and The Bachelor is reading the Betches recap afterwards. Mm. Mm. Um, Betches.com does a really great recap because yeah. just, they just basically say what everyone's thinking. is like, who cares about this? Who cares about that? <laughs> Iggy or a shithead? Like, no one. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it being this, like, great social thing. Like, if more of our friends watched it and we had, like, a night mm. that we watched Bachelorette, like, I could see myself getting into yeah. that. Like, but the thing here is I don't think there's enough for me mm. to continue watching it just as a show because mm. it's just – it's it's rough and it's, it's hard for me. But I think it's important that we have our first black Bachelorette. Like, that is huge. Is ABC doing – the best job that they could probably not and from what i've seen not really but it's still important it's been literally yeah. 33 seasons without mm-hmm. a black bachelor or bachelorette like that's interesting that's I fucking know. crazy and now we have it and hopefully things change i don't know it doesn't change that the bachelorette is still a hard show to watch for me yeah you know just because yeah i mean it's nice because i feel like in this situation diversity will beget diversity which is like yep. what we all want yeah in- even in shitty reality television. Yeah. So if you're into, if you want some drama, watch The Bachelorette. <laughs> Go for it. You'll you will be entertained. Like you will get your drama. Um, when does it air? Sunday. It or airs on Mondays. Monday nights. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, I do trivia, and the, like some people friends can't make it because they watch The Bachelorette. They're like, we're watching The Bachelorette. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, all right. That has been uh, uh, our case study for the week. We're trying something new, as Olivia said earlier on the episode. Yeah. When we come back, we will talk some culture and some news. Yeah. Okay, we are back. Things have been happening in the world. There's a lot of news, but we're trying to handle things a little bit differently on the show because things happen literally every day and our shows become old. Like they become old <laughs> the they, second yeah. they're posted yeah. because new things have happened. There's a there's a week lead time. There's right. it's just a lot. There's a lot going on. But there there are important stories that we feel we need to talk about and there have been a lot this past week. So we're gonna do sort of a rapid fire and go through them and just give our thoughts and feelings on them. Um, I think probably uh, the biggest thing last week uh, was the Philando Castile mm-hmm. uh, case. So a uh, Minnesota police officer, Geronimo Yanez, was actually acquitted for the shooting of Philando Castile in July of last year. This was um, obviously the shooting went viral. It was a Facebook Live video. 
Um, it was a big fucking deal. He, uh, Philander Castile had uh, a firearm in the car, but he had a license for it, and he was um, shot for no... I mean, if you watch the footage, it's really for... For no fucking reason. For no fucking reason. Um, he was re- shot because he was black. He was shot... That's be- what's happening. Well, he was shot because he was black, and he... Uh, it, you know, this is another case. We've seen it time and time again. It is not surprising police officers getting away with their brutality and you see the footage it is mm-hmm. it's horrendous it's i'm so horrible. fucking upset like it's i don't know this even with like evidence you know yeah. even with evidence footage. um you know and there's i mean there's a lot going on here we could spend a lot of time on it but yeah um there's one quote that uh, really touched me it was uh castile's mother uh valerie she said my son loved the city and the city killed my son yeah which is um just devastating to hear you hear the stories of philando he was an upstanding guy he was a elementary school cafeteria manager all the kids loved him um he had a fucking license for his firearm like he did everything by the book he did everything right and yet he was still killed uh the nra has not said anything about this they're keeping mum which is also frustrating as they always do, yeah. Like, a fucking course they are, because they finally have a model case for their cause, and he's black. And he's black. So, yeah. so, so now they're, they're like, no, yeah, they're not going to talk. So they're not going to talk. Um, there was also a lot of stuff going on with uh, Officer Yanez, who is a Hispanic male, mm-hmm. and yeah. that sort of relationship. Uh, we won't get into it in this episode. Uh, we may get into it later. Um, but yeah, that happened. Quick thoughts, angry, ang- I mean... I mean, angry. I'm just really it's upset. Sad. It's and, sad. Like, I'm really angry. I'm really upset. There's been a lot of heavy news this week. And, like, that just, it was just a gut-wrenching way to just start the week. Ugh, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, and on that. I can't even imagine the pain mm-hmm. that his family is going through, especially, like, having to relive that over and over and over again and just getting no tangible result no justice no justice no justice at all um yeah moving on bill cosby uh this was (laughs) i know some more some more news um well so this is a very high profile case we've heard all you know the allegations of bill cosby um roofing women and sexually uh, um, hurting women like the, a, a lot of women came out and uh, accused Bill Cosby of doing this there's been a lot of drama mm. about it um, the case was deadlocked and it was declared a mistrial this is huge 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 news um, I don't know what are y'all's feelings on this this is fuck yeah like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it, it, yeah. yeah because it just shows the importance of getting the jury right you know that's like the strategies to get a jury that well it, you members. know what's so crazy about this case too is we heard the stories of the prosecutors having day-long sort of uh, uh, um uh, proceedings and then the defenders literally did it in six minutes like they defended bill cosby in six minutes and then uh, the jurors were, I think they had deliberations for three days. I think it was three days. Mm-hmm. And then they just were helplessly deadlocked. Like, they just could not mm-hmm. agree. Um, I mean, the justice, that's how the justice system works. If there's reasonable doubt, you cannot uh, convict. And, you know, that may be good or bad, depending on the case. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of those places where, you know, it's bad. And I, 
it, the prosecutors have said that they will want to retry this, yeah. but statistics show, and like it's been proven time and time again, whenever it's declared a mistrial, it is so hard to convict the person. Like it, it, it makes it pretty much impossible. There's no more impartial jury. Like yeah. you can't pick an impartial jury, especially with Bill Cosby to begin with. Yeah. And now after yeah. a mistrial, there will always be reasonable doubt. Fuck. Which. Dude. You know, if we're going to stand by the law, you say, yeah, that's right. There will always be reasonable doubt, and you can't convict him. Fuck. It's bad. It's bad. Like, especially when 40-plus women come forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Big ol' fuck. More fuckery going on in the world. Uh, Republicans in healthcare, we will actually get, uh, finally, we will get to see what these 16 men in the Republican Party in the Senate have been working on. Uh, they've been doing a lot of Fly close. motherfuckers. They've been doing a lot of closed session work on the health bill, the, uh, the repeal Obamacare health bill. Uh, we still don't know much about it. We know that it is, uh, you know, we know that there's been a lot of drama in the Republican Party about this bill. Trump yeah. even in a private meeting called the bill mean, which I'm like, Trump, you literally celebrated this fucking bill in the Rose Garden and now you're calling the bill mean? Did you not know what the fuck you were voting, like what the fuck these people were voting for? Mm. Like what is happening? Uh, so we will know more about it tomorrow and we will report on it um, next week, of course. But this is a big deal. D- Democrats are now tasked with delaying a vote um, for as long as possible. McConnell wants to get this vote in by July 4th. If they can try to prevent it, it would be great, but it's it's looking tough. We, things are getting bad now. Yep. Filibuster's a thing. Filibuster. Well, they it's not they wouldn't have a normal filibuster. They would have to filibuster by amendment, yeah. which is a different beast, a different animal. Um, we will keep you posted on that. That's just... Republicans. <laughs> Republicans. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is another sort of big news story that really the whole world was really talking about. Um, uh, we're not sure if it's a bad thing yet, but <laughs> Amazon, oh. big global company Amazon, has bought Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Literally everyone in my life has been talking about it, which yeah, just shows dude. you the extent of... Of Amazon. I work at yeah. an advertising agency, and basically the PR person at the agency I worked at called outlets that day, and we had news crews in our office taking quotes from a lot of the a lot of the individuals in the office that day. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Amazon bought Whole Foods for thirteen billion dollars. Yep. We actually Whole Foods is actually is that based here in Austin, Texas, yep. where we record. Yep. Um, they are not the biggest chain in the country, but they are arguably the most important chain in the country for the way they, um, just their model of grocery Organic. Store. Organic. And not only that, the way they charge for their food. So they charge a high markup on their food and they have mm-hmm. a lot of profit where most grocery stores actually have very tiny, thin yeah. margins. Um so real quick, what are a lot of people are saying Amazon destroyer of worlds. If Amazon decides to get in a market, that market's fucked. When they bought Whole Foods, literally every single giant chain, their stock plummeted like it was ruined. <laughs> what are y'all's feel like just your initial feelings? You hear Amazon, this giant company is buying Whole Foods. I wouldn't even know where to begin because I don't know what the effect of that would be. Mm-hmm. I've read that article that you yeah. posted um Saying that it's gonna just destroy the grocery market. Yeah, I still have no, no idea. Yeah, what's I, gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Amazon's been it's looking scary. to get into the grocery game for a while. They had that one sort of like 
Amazon delivery thing? No, right? they had a delivery thing, and they also had, like, a mock-up of, or mock video of, like, what one of their grocery stores could look like, where oh. it was cashless, um, cardless. You walked in, you got the stuff you needed, and it would, like, scan you on the way out, and it would just charge you. Right. Um, so they've, tried, they've been trying to get into the grocery game for a while. Admittedly, a lot of, a lot of brands have. Um, so the, the move to buy Whole Foods... Is not that big of a surprise, um, especially since it already has a su- successful model. I just wonder what they're gonna do with yeah, it. Yeah, if they're gonna like yeah. lower prices. Well, like or? Amazon's different yes. in the yeah, Amazon's different in the sense that like they don't operate at a profit. They try to operate at like net zero because any money they make, they just put it into more R and D. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Well, Stanley said a really important thing: cheap. They're going to make Whole Foods cheap. That is look, the strategy everyone thinks they're going to take because what's going to happen here is Whole Foods will become a conduit in all these major cities for Amazon in a way that to reach people they haven't reached yet. Yeah. And also it's become it's going to become hubs for Amazon. And not only that, Amazon doesn't care about making profits, so all Whole Foods are going to get cheaper. If Whole Foods gets cheaper, the number one premium grocery brand that everyone yeah. wants to shop at, no one's going to shop at any other stores. We live in Texas where we have HEB, which is a strong competitor to yeah. Whole Foods, but in most of the country, they have little mom and pop shops or Kroger's or Safeway. And those, I mean, those, yeah, they're, Kroger, dead. Kroger they're dead. Yeah, Kroger's fucked. They're dead. There's no way. Kroger is There's no fucked. way they can compete. And that's kind of scary. When we start talking business and the way it affects us, this will, like, the local Randall's down the street from us, yeah. that's going to be out of business. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, our whole lives are Amazon. And uh, this is coming from someone who owns an Literally, Amazon Echo. Amazon, like. <laughs> I own everything. Edgar has, like, 15 Echoes in his, in his <laughs> <Yeah>. apartment. <laughs> yes, like, I, so, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's kinda, I, I sent him a video for, like, the, the Echo One. He's like, yeah, I already ordered it. Yeah, I already had it. <laughs> got it. Already on it. No. So... <laughs> so yes, um, this is big news and game changer. It, we will probably talk about this as things develop. But yeah. Amazon, man, they Amazon. are. Yeah, if, if, like I'm telling you now, if like Whole Foods prices are lowered, I'm definitely going to shop See? there. See, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we want we want that. I mean, like, we have, want our yeah. chili cashews. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I have, I feel like I have a lot of brand loyalty towards HEB just mm, because like because we're Texan. Yeah, because we're Texan and like yeah. HEB is the grocery store, but like I work right across the street from Whole Foods. <laughs> I work right across the street from the huge Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. we have a Whole Foods, Foods right right, yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah. We would go to it. So like, if prices are slashed, it would be very easy for me to just. Boop. Yep. Get my groceries yeah. before I go home. Yeah. But not only that, we wouldn't even have to step foot on it. We could just have a fucking Amazon drone <laughs> drop off our cashews over here. And not have to fucking that's use true. Them. Not even have to go. Like, Man, that's the future. You're thinking small time with cashews. Yeah. You're thinking way small yeah, that's time. True. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, moving on. Let's talk some culture real quick. Um, there has been a, a lot of drama in the Star Wars dun, dun, dun. world yeah. right now. Um, so the directors for this Han Solo standalone movie, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, famous for the Lego movie. and other, 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. And 22 Jump Street. <laughs> they are uh, very talented. A lot of people really like working them and like them. Yeah. They have left the film with three weeks to go yeah. on production. This is... I mean, they're trying to make it like not huge news, but this is... This is big. This like, is big. The di- 
the director is jumping ship in the middle of production. Wow. Like, after, like, five, five months of shooting already? Yeah. yeah. Five months That's of shooting. That's intense. And apparently, it was over creative differences that they had with Kathleen creative. Kennedy. Creative. Yeah, So, process. like, basically, they had a meeting with Kathleen Kennedy, and then they were like, we're out. Mm-hmm. So, I, I can only imagine, like during pre-pro and production, the type of pressure they must have been getting for them to just be like, we quit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, apparently um, their set had, like, a lot of improv. They encouraged some improv from the actors, and that had something to do with, like, what Disney wanted instead. Ah, I see. This is is another example of Disney flexing their muscle and saying, no, this is what we want, and we are not afraid to fucking cut ties with you. Yeah. It's so late in production, right? But, like, damn. I've said this many times before. Is just Disney has their own rigid structure, like, formula that they want to stick to, right? Right. And I I joke about how, like, any directors with any sort of vision... Should not work. Like, will get, like, some resistance. Like, absolute resistance from Disney because they just don't want any of that. They just... They want their own thing... Yeah. And if their, their directors can't deliver it, then... And, and it's yeah. happened before. Literally, Edgar Wright dropped off from the Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah. Because like, of creative differences. Look how... Like, Ant-Man could have been so great if yeah. Edgar Wright... <laughs> it was, like, the perfect fit yeah. for it. If he had, like, creative control, right? So, no. are there movies in this, like, new Disney kind of era that you... As, with Lucasfilm and Marvel that you guys have, think have, you know, sort of creative Ra- vision? Above. That yeah, I would say the Gardens of the Galaxy, the first one, okay. had some, some yeah. Things. Well, and that's because it was an untested franchise, yeah. and they let yeah. him play with it yeah. a little bit. Like, because no one has heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, before, yeah. right? Yeah. And with Star Wars, it's so hard because it is, you know, it's it huge. is Star Wars. It's the biggest franchise. But then people can make the argument that everyone will see Star Wars regardless of. Like, That's what true. changes, you know, people want to yeah. make, you know? I mean, well, we heard about Rogue One, and there was yeah. apparently some substantive yeah. changes. The shoots and all that. Like, yeah. yeah. To fit this model that they want. And I'm not saying it's wrong, because they're, they're literally fucking banking. Like, yeah, I mean, like, people... Artistically, though, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Right? And that, this is why you see Disney hiring a lot of indie directors to do their blockbusters. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, we're just... Because they can't resist. Colin yeah. fucking Trevorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. He's seeing Star Wars Episode Nine, and, and his movie, The Book of Henry, just got released with terrible reviews. And oh, my God. He also God. did Jurassic World. And well, it, a lot I don't of know why time, people keep giving that dude movies. I know. Jurassic World is terrible. To me, to me, <laughs> it seems like these directors, at, at a certain level, I'm not talking your Steven Spielberg, yeah. your Quentin James, but at a certain level, there are these directors that di- like companies like Disney Studios know that they can control. Yeah. It's like it's like the TV model. Like a TV it's model, the yeah. showrunner is the king. Yeah. The director just comes in to do the director yeah. job. Yeah. You know? It's literally just like, oh, we can pay this indie director a lot of fucking money and they'll just do whatever the fuck we want. And not even that much money. Like we'll pay him hundred K yeah. yeah. and he'll be happy to do yeah. Star Wars. Because you know? yeah. you're, not, you're not Steven Spielberg because he would get paid more, right? Yeah, he like, would get paid millions or yeah. a back end deal or whatever fucking yeah. thing. You know? So, hey, I, does this, uh, you know, does this scare you for the Han Solo movie? Were you even hyped for the Han Solo movie? I was not hyped no, for the Han Solo movie. I mean, like, I mean, when, they were, when they were on... true. When the, the directors were attached, I'm like, oh, this is new and different. That, Me this too. could be unique. Yeah, I was hyped when I've they were attached. I've liked all their movies. Yeah. I, I was hyped when they were attached. They announced Donald Glover. I was like, all right, I'm into it. Yeah. And then, like, 
Just hearing all the trouble with, like, uh, the director's quitting three weeks before production wraps, that's really fucking bad. That's crazy. Like, it was bad enough that they couldn't suck it up for three weeks. Like, it was so bad that they were like, fuck it, we're gone. But it's not three weeks because they would have to sit through the whole well, post process. No, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But still, like the yeah. optics of it, like yeah. this is. Whew. Um, okay, moving on. There's um, really we're going to talk about these two stories uh, simultaneously. Together, yeah. in so we're going to move on. This there's been some great news in the world. <laughs> Beyonce end on a light note. Yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z have welcomed their twins into oh. the world. Beyonce's given birth to a baby girl and a baby boy. We don't know which date exactly. Some saying it was last Friday on Kendrick Lamar's birthday. Some saying it was a little bit earlier. Uh, Olivia's very hyped that they were born in the same month as her. They were born in my birth month. Me and Beyonce are both from Houston. I'm just saying it's a sign. It's a sign. (laughs) It's a sign. Um, No, you know what? What was funny is when they were when the whatever news broke that the, the, the children were born, I got a notification from my Apple News that was like, Jay-Z and Beyonce's babies were born. I was like, damn, this is national news. <laughs> like, this is big enough to get a notification on my phone yeah. that these babies were born. Uh, no, it was happy news. Like, this is, it, it. you know, we love them, and it's a happy moment. It's like, I, I jokingly call them America's kids, but really they kind of are. In a they way, kind of, you know? they will be. Like, they're America's kids. I don't know. Like, every time I see blue, I get so happy. So, like, yeah. I'm really excited about the twins. How do you feel I mean, about this? Are, do you think it's overblown? Do you think people are getting too excited for nothing? Do you not care? I mean, I usually don't care about um, celebrity babies. But yeah, so for you, it was whatever. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's Beyonce. It was just happy. Like whenever there's a birth, that's just a happy moment, and then it happens to be fucking Beyonce and Jay Z, like two of the most beloved fucking yeah. musical figures ever. Then although yeah, David, although Jay Z's fallen a little bit in the ranks. Mm, no, he's still he's still huge. He's still no, he's still. He's I still mean, giant. I'm talking about the beloved part, not like he's still pretty beloved. He's he still, still pretty, pretty beloved. beloved. I'm just saying, after Lemonade, like fell in the ranks a little bit. For you, just he's a still, little bit. For you, he's still beloved. He's still beloved figures, even after Eliminate. But that's another fight for another day. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't care. But speaking <laughs> of Jay Z, uh, uh, I don't know. Have y'all noticed these like weird cryptic ads all over websites for forty four? Yeah. So I've noticed them, especially the websites I visit, Rolling Stone Complex. Although yeah, everybody's been reporting on it. Pitch for yeah, yeah. You see these random four forty fours, and it was on billboards. It was on uh, New York Times Square. Like it was Ooh. everywhere, and no one had any idea what it was until um, last or the first game of the NBA Finals. It was revealed that four forty four was connected to a film. We didn't know Jay Z was involved yet. Mm. Yeah. But it was connected to a film st- starring uh, Mahershala Ali. And we were like, oh, okay, what's going on? And we knew it was a title thing. Yeah. We weren't entirely sure. There were inklings that it may be a Jay-Z thing. I was thing. like, maybe yeah. Jay-Z. Maybe it's Jay-Z. Well, anyways, the cat is out of the bag. We know the full story now. Jay-Z is releasing an album on June 30th. Woo. Uh, the tentative title right now is 444. We actually don't know if that is the official title. But... We know it will be accompanied by a film. We don't know how long, 
but a film that will star Ali is mentioned and Lupita Nyong'o yes. and Donald Glover. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? I'm and, into all of it. And we know that it will be black and white and we know, or actually we don't know that it will be black and white, but the teaser we've seen yeah. Is black and white, and we know that it will be rated in C seventeen. Seventeen. I'm into like, it. I'm into whoa. all of it. Which is like what? For hardcore nudity. For, which uh, no, are we really we don't know we why. Don't know? It could be the language. Like if it's language. connected. Well, if it's connected to the album, it could be like literally it's a million f words oh. and different words that could add up to how many f words are you like allowed. In a certain rating, is there like a number? Not for uh, for thirteen, not for R. Yeah. So maybe it, so it it's, is. It's either sex or nudity. Or okay, <laughs> sex or violence or violence. I don't think there's going to be violence. I just think we, it's going to be nudity. We, we don't, don't know. know. We yeah. really don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We will find out. Um, so this also comes on the heels of uh, Jay Z actually being inducted into the Hall Rider Hall, Hall Riders Hall Song Songwriters Hall of Fame. Hall the Hall Riders. Riders. The Hall Riders. So uh, he is the first hip hop artist to ever be inducted. Um, Obama actually gave the speech to induct him. Um, which a lot of people are connecting 44 with Obama because Obama's the I 44th mean, president. We don't know. There's a romance between Jay-Z and Obama. Oh but, I mean, clearly. But, um, but no, that is also big news for uh, hip-hop Jay-Z and just having him in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Like, that's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting this album and we're getting this movie. Um, Stanley, I know you're not going to listen to this album. You're not into... I'll watch the movie. Jay-Z. But the movie, I knew when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, shit, Stanley would like this. Yeah, because I've heard it like from a movie website, like IndieWire, yeah. talked like, about this teaser. I was like, ooh, this looks interesting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So what are your feelings? We got the teaser. We got a snippet of a, a song on it. And we've learned a little bit more about what's going to happen with the album. We know uh, No ID and Swiss Beats are some of the producers on it. We know a bunch of stuff, but how do you feel about the film? Are you excited? What's going on? Yeah, I'm just going to watch a movie. <laughs> you're going to watch a movie. So you want to watch it, like yeah. you're going to watch yeah. it. You're I'm into it. it. I like Jay-Z. I want to listen to the album. I'm super duper into it because of the film. Yeah. Like, we'll see. those I mean, two things in conjunction with each other. I mean, like, his wife right. really, you know, his did, wife lemonade. did Lemonade, <laughs> which was fucking amazing. Do you think it's going to be like an entire film? Do album? you think it's going to be an entire out? Al- like, what do you think we're going to get? What are, you what are you predicting? Well, see, I, I Beyonce think, starred in her own hmm. video. Jay Z seems to have actors. actors. Yeah. And because the first Jay-Z song. Can't act. Okay. I honestly I feel well, like. He can't. He's not an actor. Yeah, yeah, I honestly feel. So Lemonade was. It wasn't like a straight narrative, right? Yeah. Like, it was a lot of interconnected pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like this might go straight narrative, which I would be really excited to see. It sounds like that. That's where it goes. It looks like it's gonna go straight narrative. But it could be autobiography. It could be an autobiography too, because the first song is named Andis, which is actually the name of Jay Z's father. Mm -hmm. And then you see Mahershala Ali. So is he playing his father? He was also a boxer. Yeah. So we don't know what's going. Like there, there there could be. There could be. There's a lot going on. Uh, Do you think Beyonce's gonna be on it? Ooh. There's been a lot of hints of a I collaborative think, album I think, for a while. I think Beyonce is going to be featured. I still don't think this is the collab album we've been dreaming of. Okay. Um, Stop. Watch The Throne 2. Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. I really do. But I don't think this is going to be the collaborative album just yet. I'll, she'll probably be featured on a song. Yeah. Like, 
I not like happen. a major person. Maybe. Although JC was not featured on Lemonade. But yeah. it makes sense that he wouldn't be. Yeah. He was featured in the because film. Because Lemonade was literally just About. like, look at this shit JC did to me. Did, yeah. Well, kind, part kind of it is. Part, part of, of it, it is. Yeah. That, the rest of it is in the film. Whatever, fuck it. <laughs> JC is in the film, which is interesting. Yeah, he is. I don't know. I, I hope Beyonce's on it. I don't think it's the collab um, because the, the snippet of the song we got sounds like straight hip hop. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think it'll be. Uh, I think we're going to get a mixture of newer artists and older artists because that's what. It's interesting because Jay Z is one of these like older rappers. Yeah. Like, he is 47. Like he is not young. He do, He's not hip. He's not with the, nah, like, dude, with the young it, crowd. Like, but I do... It's old man Jay-Z. Yeah, but I also like the fact that, like, he knows. He knows he's part of, like, this old school hip-hop movement. So he's doing an art, an art film, yeah. you know? <laughs> he, he's playing it to the sound because he knows it's making... Like, I feel like it's making... That sort of sound is making a resurgence. Like, you've got lo-fi on one end, and then you've got, like, purists who is like, I want to listen to old school hip-hop on the other end, right? So... We're, it, it's going to be interesting. It, the album and the film, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're obviously going to oh, talk about yeah. it. Especially the film. It, rated NC-17. What? Like, why? Yeah. Like, what? this is like, what? Like, what's Oh, no, happening? we're definitely talking about this film. We're going to talk about this. Um, but anyways, uh, congratulations to Jay-Z and Beyonce. They don't need it. Everyone in the world has already congratulated them. They have babies. They're super rich and famous. And yeah. Everything's like, amazing I, for them. And Blue Ivy's um, inheritance <laughs> is cut by two-thirds. Yeah. Blue Ivy's inheritance has been cut down a little bit, but that's... That's okay. She's still a bazillionaire and has way yeah. more money than we will like, ever literally, have. Like, literally, Blue Ivy's not thinking about that shit. Blue yeah. Ivy's just like, all right. Blue Ivy's, Blue Ivy's like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. He's like, I let me live my own life. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's already out the door. No. Um, all right, y'all. That has been our episode. We hope you like our sort of new structure. We're going to keep trying and see where it goes. Let us know what you think. For me. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Uh, shout out to all the wonderful people uh, uh, on social media who reach out to us. It really makes us feel awesome. We freak out every time. We freak out. (laughs) We love it. Um, But yeah, you can listen to us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play. Leave us a review, um, especially if you listen to us on iTunes. And follow us on all our social media at Minority Pod everywhere except Facebook where we are the whole thing, the Minority Report podcast. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.